listeners, just a friendly reminder, Mom and Dad are Stoned is not a show intended for little ears, because I say bad words. A lot. podcast listeners you're listening to mom and dad are stoned a podcast about responsible cannabis use i'm the stoner mom from stonermom.com and the stoner mom show on youtube and i am joined by my husband david hello he is our resident cannabis growing expert just like you know a learned man really not an expert you shake your head every time because you're so gentlemanly you're a modest man (laughs) your mother taught you right. right you don't freaking brag we are husband and wife. You do brag about your wife. Mm-hmm. Parents to four wonderful, beautiful children that are awesome and legal cannabis users in the state of Colorado. Yep. That's the truth, Ruth. That's right. Let's talk about our date night last night. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I got so sexy. You were so hot. I looked super hot. Super hot. I looked banging. Your booty was banging. My boobies were banging, too, Every- and that never happens. Everything was banging. <laughs> <laughs> we were driving, we good were on our hair, way. Good makeup, we were on our way. I wasn't starving to death. We were going to go to the cruise room, which is the it's, first yeah. bar that opened up after Prohibition, right? Yeah. Opened back up. Yeah. After Prohibition in Denver. So it makes it like the oldest bar in Denver or whatever. But there are other bars, I think, that fight. The Longhorn Horn Exchange has the oldest bar in Denver, the oldest liquor license in Denver. And that's the place of, you've been there, I, I think. I've never, I've only looked I haven't there. been there. I just wonder how that relates to Prohibition, though. I don't know. You know? But I do know that that bar is modeled after the, after the interior of a, uh, is it the Titanic? It's, oh my God, that's something else I was going to tell you. I don't think it's the Titanic. I think it's a different one. It's something amazing, though. And so, like, it's dimly lit and it's red. I saw her scampering around like that. Red and then it's got like cool Art Deco. Looks like The Shining. Yeah, it looks like The Shining. Okay, so anyway, sure. but that didn't happen because no. while we were driving there, something got in my eye. Yeah, and it yeah. was. <laughs> well, can I back up and say something? Yes. Because you sent on a Snapchat when you were getting ready, and you complained about your eyes in that. So I was like being a like a detective, and I was like. Her eye problem started before we left the house. Oh, man. Yeah. That's rough. I think you got, like, you hit your eyeball with a makeup brush. No, 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 no. I, no. Something. You do not know what's going on in my eyeballs. I don't. Okay, first of all. What happened was something that happens pretty often. Kaji has very fine furs, like super fine, and they're white, 
Um, so they're like invisible unless they're on my clothing, which is all the time. Anyway, I have gotten those in my eye before and they're impossible to see. You have to have like a bathroom light and you have to get super close to the mirror. I also have crazy bad vision. And anyway, I have to basically get in there and really dig it out. I have to like move it around to a place where it can like be dug out by my finger and then oh. I have to dig it out. And I've done it before with her eyes and it's the same thing. It like just this horrible nagging thing that would plague me for like hours. Yeah. And like I would look in my eye and I can't see anything and I'm like, what the fuck? I take out contacts and it would still hurt. Anyway, that happened. I had like all my beautiful makeup was like well, the first thing that happened was you know, when, we, when we made it downtown. I had one eye all, like, when we got downtown, you were like, teary. "This is really bugging me. I'm gonna take out my contact lens and put it back in." And you did that when we were looking for a parking spot, and then you're like, "Oh my god, my makeup!" <laughs> and I was like, and "Then my brain and went, uh oh, that's he a bad sign." <laughs> kept trying to talk me into leaving, but I refused, and I dug in my eye in the car in the parking lot for. 45 minutes, yeah. and then no, 15, 15 minutes. minutes. So anyway, what did we do for a date night instead after we drove all the way downtown, well, we, and then I just could not do it. Car. My 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 mascara was on my eye, my eyelid now. Not my eyelid, my eyebrows. It, it was not going to be fun, even if you did. Because I had cried so much. Yeah, even if you like, were like, oh, let's go anyway. I mean, it would not, it would have been lame and horrible. So it's dead. So and so we left. We got out of the parking garage for free because of that nice lady let us out. Thanks, which was lady. a sign that we were supposed to not be downtown at all. Uh -huh. So um, then we drove all the way north past beyond our home. And we went to Freddy's drive through Yes. Where we were greeted with some crazy person. Just a teenager. Acting crazy on the intercom. Um, and then we got our delicious hamburgers. And oh then we God. ate them. And I ate mine in the car. Yeah. And they, let me tell you, they were delicious. And then you called me a cheap date. Yeah. I was like, you're a cheap date. <laughs> and last night you were a cheap date. But you know what? That's what you like. I like hamburgers. And that was a, that was a good hamburger. Freddy's is the bomb. That was a romantic date night. It was, and it was fun. I had a good time. I had a good time digging in my eye. I know, okay. <laughs> start our new segment of the show okay i don't know what i'm gonna call it but right now i'm calling is there, it wait a minute is there gonna be music now playing maybe like elevator music okay and now it's time for brags and bitches is that what it's called that's brags what and it sounds like rags to riches brags, brags and, bitches. and bitches you know we don't talk about parenting a lot on this no. show and parenting is a huge part of me and a big part of our daily lives together. Yeah, I mean, sure. it occupies every moment, really. But when we create content for the Stoner Mom, um, oftentimes, especially like recorded content, it's always on the weekends. Yeah. Um, because I have some rules and insecurities about filming myself getting fucking baked as fuck with my kids around. Yeah. Or his kids around. Like, that, it's not. That's fine. Yeah. So that's my personal standard. So, if I, yeah, okay, anyway. So, what do you want to, how do you want to start talking about, how does this work? Brags and bitches. Yeah. Um, this is our opportunity to very quickly 
either brag shamelessly about Bragg- braggadociously braggadociously okay. about something that happened with our kids okay or to bitch about something because you failed miserably as a parent which happens every day to everyone and it's not a big deal and also remember like the whole 24/7 hour job right and that just statistically raises your chances of fucking up at the workplace (laughs) like and you know so you're gonna mess up you're doing it every day and um it's also one of the things where you're like learning the trade on site like at that moment you know yes it's natural for some of us and not for all of us though so anyway so what do you got? I don't you, have anything to bitch about, though, right do, now. You don't? I didn't think about it. But now that I know, like, okay. next week, I will really Do you have something to brag about? Uh, yeah. Let's hear it. Um, the other morning, it was before school, and I woke up my Lizzie, who's seven and so sweet and little. She's very small. And um, I sent her to the bathroom to do her bathroom stuff in the morning. And I saw her go in there with a book at, like... 6.45, and she saw me looking at her, and she said, yep, I'm going to read on the toilet, just like Sissy. And then she did it. See? She's <laughs> a little reader, too. I was like, oh, my God. I wonder what kind of stuff she's going to read. I'm curious about that. She's into reading on the can, just like Sissy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that way anymore, but... I think that's cool. I mean, like, what a great way to wake up and start your day, too. What's your brag or bitch? I've got one of each. Okay, So, my brag one is, this week, I had to go pick up my children. Because my kids went out of town with their mother this weekend. So, I was like, I gotta squeeze in extra time with my kids. So, I'm like, I'm gonna go down there and take them out to pick them up from school and take them out to dinner and hang out and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, and my brag is, I picked them up from school we went to the library, Aww. we picked out a bunch of books, we hung out, then we went to a brand new place we've never been to eat before, Yeah. which turned out, in my opinion, to not be so delicious, but my children sat down and behaved so well, like, and you know Keep going. that my kids aren't, like, great at restaurants sometimes. Yes, they're not. They can be wild monkeys. Yes, they can be wild monkeys. So my braggadociousness thing is that my kids were well-behaved in a restaurant. Miles was reading books, and Sadie was being a perfect little princess. And and they were bringing new food to us that we have never before considered. It was like an Asian fusion restaurant. So they had, like, you know, like Asian-influenced junk and I ordered some uh, ramen, and man, it just was like not good. Not what we were all used to at all. You know, I'm sure the person, the very overzealous cook in this restaurant, really uh, meant well. Yeah, but anyway, it turned out to not be great. Good little Sadie picked around stuff and ate what she could. Miles ate a little bit, and they were both very nice and sweet and well behaved, and that's huge. Very good. And we had great time together. We had really good quality. quality time. And we talked. So it was great. Now my my bitch session is that um, I last weekend um, when my kids, I was with my kids, I do this and I want to stop. 
I take like naps. Yeah. Like in the middle of the day. Like, because I'm tired. I mean, like, I, I go straight from working all week into like picking up my kids and then I'm full time parent, right? Right. So I'm tired. So, like, on Sunday, like, when the time's approaching where they have to go back to their mom's house, I'm like, taking a nap on the couch next to both of them while they're doing something yeah and i just gotta stop doing that because well, I, I think like i, I should what? what were you gonna say i think you should um schedule your nap yeah that you should do it on saturday um sorry i'm looking at that dog back there um i think you need a nap i needed a nap today mm. like and now look at me like, I wouldn't, if I hadn't napped, I wouldn't have wanted to do this now. I'd be sleepy. I'd want to already retire and it's yeah. seven o'clock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so schedule that thing when schedule there's, Schedule a nap in like okay. the afternoon on Saturday yeah. with Sadie, which is the time when you, one, you always crash anyway. Yeah. Two, it could be Sadie's not doing any tech stuff all morning long because it's go 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 when we plan our stuff right it takes you forever to get out the house yes not always you guys are pretty good pretty on the good. weekends but and then lunch and then daddy friggin goes down hard goes down hard <laughs> like passes under her bed yeah well and then make her maybe try to make her take a nap yeah and that's fine that's but fine. but she can have total zone out time and there you go Good and suggestion. then you would set your alarm and all of that. And so, then that would improve your... Then on Sunday, you'd be like, I'm not going to nap. Yeah. Before they leave. Because it looks like I'm just trying to sleep to get to the time when they leave, which I'm not. But it personally makes you feel guilty. It makes me feel terrible. But anyway. I have all sorts of shit like that. We all Stuff do. that I know is not wrong. Yeah. And I just feel so guilty. Yeah. Dumb. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so there's that thing. All right. What would you like to talk about today? Today we're going to be talking business stuff, Ooh. which is exciting. We are talking business. We're going to give our stoned thoughts on online business, online marketing, branding, and more. And this is where the music cuts in. I'm at the last of my stash. Could be anything. Yeah. I had to go read more of I know. I can't wait for a fresh batch. <laughs> I really can't. So, anyway, yes, today, busy, busy, busy stuff. We have a lot of listeners who have their own blogs or YouTube channels or really want to start a YouTube channel or even just like wanting to start like a specific social media something, you know, that is geared towards promoting a certain something. Um, I obviously know a lot about that. Um, and I would say it's a passion. I would say I would agree with you. It's it's very fun to me. I think you've been trying to find I think I got thing. it. And, now and you I got found it. it. Yeah. And I and I get it. And I, I know that you guys have your thing too. And um that's what I want to talk about today. Um, yeah, like I said, I have a lot of, like, I have patrons that are bloggers, you know, and wanting to 
come out about their cannabis use, but this kind of stuff really, um, you apply it to everything. I mean, anything with online business. So it can definitely have a cannabis slant. Um, and I'll talk a little bit about that, but this can also be very general. Yeah. Is that okay? Totally. Um, I did want to say that David has a marketing background and a design background and your, I am super adorable. Very adorable and beautiful <laughs> and I have a wonderful personality and a beautiful <laughs> angelic voice. Uh, yes. Oh yes. It's a so beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, but I do have a photography background. Yeah, you do. And I have a very good, very strong sense, like, of design, I guess. Yeah, you do. I mean, I have a, that natural ability, and I always have. It's just, you know, people that, you know? Pay attention. Well, just, like, having that innate sense of balance. Yeah. That is, like, very important. So... That's all stuff that I really excel at. I think you're pretty darn good at it, too, to be honest. I'm okay. And, um, okay. I know enough just to get by. I know the, how to work the machines. Pretty much is my strength. Yeah, so now we're going to talk about your strengths oh, really quick. okay. Um, because we are, like, the most well-matched couple ever. We are. Especially for wanting to do something like this. We are. And I am proof that you can do this and still be extraordinarily antisocial, um, fearful, shy, whatever, just introverted, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but one of the ways I really benefit in my marriage is that David is the exact opposite of me in that respect. So he's not afraid of anybody. He's not afraid of talking to anybody. And he's also extraordinarily likable. Would you like to say anything about that? I guess that's true. It feels like bragging, huh? You've just had a lot of success with that in your lifetime. He's like an actual... Blah, 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 blah. He's like an actual adult, too. Like, yeah. you know. I have always... I'm an adult that stays home and is basically taken care of. Well, I mean, it's true. But you're taking care of children. I know. I, that's why I said... Animals. That's why I stay home. I mean, I have my own set of challenges, but we're not all the same. It's true. And, um... I'm only able to do that with my kids and stuff and focus all of my attention there because I've had a husband with a great personality. I love that one cartoon. Tell all the Second Street that do you remember that cartoon where the guy had the dancing frog that nobody could see dance except for That him? was the best. This is maddening. So funny. <laughs> and mean. That really frog mean. was an asshole, man. Man, that's a standard. That's a classic trope right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody knows that. Dude. I love it. Anyway. <laughs> okay, sorry. So, yeah, going out there and talking to the people. Yeah, so. Gotta do it. All of this shit. It's um, essential. He's like a natural salesman. That's all. The My other thing. My entire life, I've always worked in for myself to a certain degree. Like, my it's very true. first major job was like working for a guy who owned a clothing store, and then I owned the clothing store, too. Yeah. We're entrepreneurs. I told. Neural. Neurals. We're going to say it like <laughs> entrepreneurs. that. Entrepreneurs. No, no, no. Neurals. Entrepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> Entrepreneurs. Okay, I know the word. Yeah, but I like neural. I like it too. <laughs> Braggadocious, really. 
Yeah, it is braggadocious. So anyway, anyway. we were talking about your sales personality. Yes. Um, yeah, I think we've covered all that. We already we? have. Yeah, and then like you know, this is why we're good at this. Um, my strengths are I'm the idea person. I have I'm really good at ideas. <laughs> you are awesome at ideas. I can make just lists and lists of ideas, like. You've good ideas. marketable ideas for all sorts of people and lifestyles and and stuff but um that can be really for idea people that can make it really hard to get stuff done because it's really difficult to focus on one thing and see it through um so i would say that that is my struggle the struggle is real you like you like to actually have to turn off ideas that you think are fucking rad. Yeah. Or like to do something as big as, big as like what we want to do with the stoner mom and still know that I want to do something else after that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just got to like make sure you do this one thing first and make sure you get it, get it perfect. perfect and then move on. Which is what I do. Well, you've been in training for this for a while now. Okay. All right. So, what is that huge goal of the stoner mom? I don't know. You tell me. We want to build a... <laughs> um, the goal of the stoner mom is basically to build a big online business and brand that can eventually blow up and sustain our family. Yeah. And it can. We, we really think it can. Yeah, we do. I believe and in even it, 100%. If it, yeah. So how do people do that? How do people do that online specifically? Um, a lot of people are doing this now. If you're kind of in my generation, you already know what I'm talking about. Um, right? Yeah. And it's all about how everybody's a brand now. And like um, we're shifting as an economy to a service-based economy, um, which is nice. Yeah. And it gives, you know power back to the individual, the small business, and it's good. It's a good it thing. Good. As technology grows, you know, and more things are like... Automated. It's just, um, yeah. it's. I think it's a really tangible goal for people to have, totally. um, to be able to work from home specifically for themselves. <clears throat> On something they enjoy doing. Yeah. The idea is to, you know... Um, not have a boss basically yeah. that's I honestly can't have a boss ever like it just does not work <laughs> no. for me um, personally I've always had to yeah I've never been good with that authority or the ability to be like you know what bye, like, bye. that's what I would fucking do I'd be like oh my god I could quit on like the drop of a hat you know what you know what <laughs> fucking what is that what you said <laughs> Bye. That's pretty fucking funny. All right. Yeah. So anyway, um, I guess yeah, I'm a lot like my mom. Yeah. <laughs> now that I think. Yeah, she's about like, it. I got this side business. <laughs> she's secret, yeah, and she's, secret empire. And every time she tries to work for someone else, she's just like, bye. This sucks. <laughs> I'm not wearing a spinet. Do you not realize I am a married woman? Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's how she feels. Like nobody can boss me around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an old lady. Yeah. But then she forgets. She does forget. And gets some ridiculous job and then works at it twice. 
I know, and I thought... And I, then never goes I, I got the sense that she's starting to feel that way again. Because I, she said something not long ago like about that. Like, oh, God. Anyway, moving on. Then maybe I think just a couple of margaritas by that pool is all you really need to jump yourself right back into... <laughs> Right? I, I don't know. Sometimes it's too much margaritas by the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're making margaritas out of Capri Sun. For your mother-in-law. And then you're in the closet in your guest room passed out. We'll talk about that another day. That's terrible. <laughs> How do people do this online? Like normal people? It's actually a very common thing and you can find tons upon tons of information books tutorials webinars podcasts to help you um launch something online and the basic idea is that you find your niche um whatever your thing is gonna be magic the gathering okay <laughs> like you're gonna i we can't use that because pat flynn has a he actually interviews a magic the gathering guy Oh my god, does he really? Yeah, the guy that does all the art for Magic wow. the Gathering cards. Holy cow. And then another guy that does um, runs like a Magic the Gathering card selling thing. Wow. And, and it's not like just card selling, it's stock. Like, yeah. which cards when. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to make money. Yeah. I don't even... Whatever. Anyway. You know that they make lots of money because they're like... Well, that's what his whole thing was. He has like the most basic website, wow. but it's just, and it's a membership website. It's like he, everybody pays a certain amount a month. Um, so the niche, what is the niche? You think about whatever thing in your life that you're pretty into, passionate about, have a lot of info about. It does not matter how small it is. It, it really doesn't. It truly does not. We are in this time where people will search on YouTube how to flush the toilet. It's yeah. like, I'm not kidding. Like, I we know. all want to see it. We I don't know what it is. But um, there's a lot of information out there that basically anybody can provide. Um, yeah. Especially if your heart's in the right place. It's because we're all talking to each other now. Just not face-to-face, -face, you know? Yeah, I well, I think it's part of that service-based thing. It's like, yeah. well, hey, I don't need a corporation to teach me this. I don't need a university to teach me this. I don't have to take that yeah. extra thing or go to that conference or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I can be at home and engage with people that are doing the same exact thing online. And learn way more. Learn way more and spend far Way less. less and not go through some kind of like systematic like yeah so it's just about having that entrepreneurial yeah. spirit i love it just talking about right now makes me so happy it's great um so you pick that niche and then you build your hub so what is your hub it's for me it's my website um for most entities it's a website it can be a blog which is my website obviously is built around being a blog or it can just be, believe it or not, it can literally just be a social media account. You can run a business now only on Instagram. Not even kidding. I don't think it's very safe or smart, especially if you want to be in the cannabis industry at all. But, um, oh my God, right? but people do that. I mean, yeah. Whoa. So. That was the snorty pig. Um, 
So yeah, like basically making yourself like a celebrity on Instagram, that's what people are doing, right? And then um, the whole idea is that you get your following, the way you get your following hopefully is authentic. So it's an actual authentic following and not just a bunch of bots or idiots or whatever. Um, and once you have that, you're able to, by being authentic and honest, um, like sell them things. It can be your own things, which is how you actually make real money, but you can also have affiliate relationships with different companies. And that's what all these gorgeous people on Instagram do. Yeah. So all they post a picture and they have their little hashtag and they have like the link to the company and blah, blah, blah. And that's like a contract contractual like you know relationship that they have that they like made on their own that they negotiated on their their own you know and um yeah chance of bringing in um new clientele i mean essentially well yeah it's like um how the shift in marketing is so like when half of the households in america don't have like cable anymore you know yeah. it's like is that really going to be a sustainable way to make revenue? No, you got to like, yeah. So like when you're on YouTube, like there's, I always see com commercials with YouTubers in them, in the commercials. Yeah. And it's for tampons, like the major tampon company. Yeah. So that's how people are doing this kind of thing. Tamco. You, Tamco. Right. It's actually OB. Um. Anyway. Well, there you go. Um... It doesn't have to be in such a like visual way. It doesn't have to be built around your freaking face. Um, that's obviously, well, that's kind of what I tried to do with the stoner mom. Yeah. But I do try to like, I guess, take advantage of visuals. So definitely if you can be honest enough to show yourself physically, that's a big deal. Um, establishes trust or instantly repels which is not a bad thing um which we can talk about at a later date at another time but basically the the audience that is not your core audience you, know what? you have no reason you to them. to um cater to them so it's always rather than having a big broad audience you want to niche down as much as you can unless your business model is going to be around something that's very like like you want to sell something like a product you know and like you know what i mean yes. that like everybody buys or whatever um that is like a smaller amount even do you know what i mean i do um when it's something like that you have to, you can be less like your personality and stuff your physical whatever matters much much less i hope all of that made sense i think it did do you hear the fucking dog <laughs> snoring could you not snore max while we're recording our podcast? jesus it's like every time it's something all right so honey he did have two walks today i know what was it um find your niche two build your hub hub Three, um, create amazing content. <laughs> Max, buddy, Max. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you can you go lay some? Can you just not, not snore? snore. <laughs> no, fuck you. Oh my god, my poor dog.
You guys, I think that you guys just have to deal with Max's snoring because he's an old man. And There's going to be just a continuous snoring sound in the background. <laughs> we don't have a gross old man that lives it's here. A, it's our dog. and <laughs> It's our okay. walrus. It's our walrus and dog. Yeah, he's got to be where we are, so. Yeah, to protect us by sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and snoring. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So step one, find your niche. Step two, build your hub. Step three, create amazing quality content. That's obviously a whole subject unto itself, but whatever your strength is across those platforms, figure it out and do just that. Like if you're a good writer, then you write. If you're not a good writer, don't Right. Don't build a blog, like build a Tumblr or something. You know what I mean? Um, where, you know, you just have to address your strengths. Definitely find inspiration in other people out there. And always remember that there is there are no new ideas ever. Really so, I mean, copying people, it's absolutely go and look and see what you love and see what you hate and get ideas and... It's okay to build things around the way other people have built things. People don't care. It's about, right. like, stealing actual content, you know? But, um, like, for a stay-at-home mom in another part of the world to start a blog or a website about parenting and being a pothead, that's for anybody. That's that's anybody because it's just authentic life. It's one type of person that exists in the world. You know what I mean? What makes that experience or whatever unique is you, you know, that there, there's a person that can be doing something very similar to you, but they're just not you. Um, everybody has to embrace that. And then that's what the actual community becomes. It becomes people doing the same things, all helping each other and like, you know, like cross promoting and like lifting people up and I'm going to stop talking about all this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now what? I was talking about creating amazing content. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, after you create your amazing content, you need to build your audience. You can either build a huge, large audience and focus on the numbers. That is definitely for a more general um, industry or idea, especially if you're like a sales driven, um, business model or something, but yeah, just something more generic. You can definitely shoot for numbers over like real engagement, but for bloggers, for people that are trying to build a brand around themselves, you definitely have to focus on engagement. So it's to me, and I think I will find success with this. I really do. It's not about having a huge amount. It's about having an amount, but all of those people are completely 100% on my side. They are like me. They love me. They love everything that I do. They get me. They understand me and we're friends. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. and, um, that's what you build a business around a real relationship where you're client, right? My audience knows that they can trust me, knows they're not going to get fucked over and has a genuine interest in what I do. Yeah. 
Um, exactly. Yeah, so it just all kind of depends on that, you know, what you're planning on starting. Could be anything. Could be a clothing store. Yeah, for real. Absolutely. Like, you just have to, like, who are you trying to reach? And then you build everything around that, you know? Yeah. Okay, so amazing content. Get that audience, that ideal audience. And then once you have that in place, you have a base of people, right? A steady audience. That's when you can start monetizing your life online pretty much. And there are tons of different ways you do this. The traditional old way is ad revenue, um, you know, putting crappy ads all over your blog or whatever. And you know what? You don't make money doing that, you guys. And it's everybody hates it anyway. So yeah. <laughs> well, now we feel like we got the cheap version of the pro thing. You know, like it's got ads all over it. Oh, is you that know, how you feel? That's how I feel. Like, oh, this is the cheap version. And if I pay money, I'll get the clean version. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, that's just a lot of that is just the income is too small that it, it makes no sense to focus on that type of uh, business model. So um, a much better idea for someone with like a blog or a website or something would be private ad, private ads, you know, like private yeah. ad contracts with different brands. Um, and then affiliate sales, which is when you sell, you're talking about something that you, you're endorsing something that you use every day and then you, or, or not. No, or it's not, not that. Wow. So, okay. Sorry. Let me start over. Okay. Um, so a better idea to, um, having that constant click through ad revenue that amounts to like pennies, um, is to set up different. Aren't you just trying to say that you're, you're basically targeting the things that you like genuinely and you're partnering with those things and creating ads that way. Right. That way, honest ads. You control what it looks like. Yeah. Um. You can, you know, you, you're not embarrassed by the relationship, and um, all of that stuff like is visible. Like if you put like, if you have a relationship with a company that's like a cheap company, you know, like that is bad. It doesn't look good. I've been in marketing a while, and I'm not saying like I know a lot about it, but I've witnessed it. And I hate more than anything fake buy this. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, it, it's really gross. Nobody does. No. Um, yeah. As authentic and honest as you can be is always best. Um, affiliate sales. So you promote a specific product or service. You have an actual link that is like, um, what do we say? <laughs> <laughs> and embedded it with a code that is li is like linked to you <laughs> so that you get um you know like commission for sales that go through your website right. that's what affiliate sales are sure. so check this out like shop somewhere online and then scroll all the way to the bottom of their website and where they have all the like different menus that no one ever looks at, like their privacy policy and their terms and services and all of that stuff. And 
sometimes there will be an affiliate program or an affiliate link right there and you click on it and they talk all about it and it's literally like so easy sometimes you don't like, even have to ask you don't talk to anybody you just sign up yeah like um what people used to do a lot with amazon and having like their own like yeah. amazon link or whatever until they kill that in colorado yeah we can't do that here <laughs> people make bank doing oh, that you I guys know. it's not like you get um you get commission not only on what they bought through your link, but their entire shopping cart on Amazon. So if they fucking buy a $6,000 jacuzzi afterwards, you get that. It's crazy. And I hate you guys. <laughs> but we can't do that because we pissed off Amazon. I know. Colorado. We like our, our freedom. Yeah. Here. We do. That's true. Freedom. Freedom. I'm gonna play George Michael's Freedom right there. Um, sponsor yeah, yeah, Freedom. <coughs> Sponsored content. You can sponsor any content, and it can be as big as having a whole like episode on YouTube about a specific product or a company, um, to just being um sponsored content where you have the product there, or sponsored content where you don't even mention them but except for in the this episode has been sponsored by blah 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 and they get like there's certain um, amount of whatever time you know what i mean yeah so all sorts of different ways to um monetize your content another great way is to sell a website so you build a website you build that audience and then you sell it for millions of dollars to somebody right. <laughs> to a company or whatever. Um, and then the biggest money maker by far is creating and selling your own products yeah. and services um, where there's no middleman. You're not sharing a cut. Everything is about it's pure profit. It all goes to you. It's your baby. Um, and that is absolutely where I want the stoner mom to be. That's my goal. And our first product is rolling out. God, in t like two weeks is yeah. my so is my soft stoner mom mugs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they're coming at you hard. No, I not. could sell stoner mom. Oh mugs. my god, I would buy a stoner mom. Because you know why? Because like nobody ever would want a stoner mom shirt. I mean, not my audience. <laughs> I don't think people wear t-shirts with shit on them anymore. Do they? Oh, I, I wouldn't. Not like. Not like hit, Costco. Not hit people. Yeah. But anyway. I wear the same goddamn shirt every day. So. I would totally wear like a podcast shirt. You would? Like a last podcast on the left shirt? I totally wear that. Okay. I would. I. I just don't think I don't it see would... myself buying it. Yeah. If but someone like, were to present it to you. And yeah. <laughs> like you. Come on. T-shirt's a t-shirt. Okay. Anyway, I'm still not. Whatever. Women would not wear a stoner mom shirt. They would use a stoner mom mug. But back up even a little bit before. What is the thing that you're going to start selling? Not mugs. My membership site <laughs> yeah. on the stonermom.com. Yes. We're doing our soft launch on the 15th. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. <laughs> There's so much fun. You're Come play with us. I can't wait to... Um, I just can't wait for your forum. Honestly... Forum is going to be awesome. Yes. 
We will talk all about this later when we're Not ready to. Now. Definitely on the podcast. But um, products and services can be a membership website. It can be a ebook. It can be a PDF. It can be something that you actually do for somebody online. <laughs> Um, a vial of your blood. You could build websites. You make um, images. You know, like bloggers need graphics. And, like, you can be a virtual assistant. Um, but, no, that's another thing is um, having a relationship with a company where you do, like, a regular guest blog on their blog. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's really good when you don't want to litter your own site with like heavily sponsored content yeah um do it over on their stuff you know that's cool um there's definitely you lots of people that use um sponsored blog posts and do it in a very classy and normal way you know yes trustworthy way i agree one question so yeah that's it i am going to finish this out with one question that i get a lot about um business more than anything else and that is um like what happens socially with a cannabis specific blog or website one does like your community rile against like come against you with pitchforks and stuff do they burn your house down um does your mother-in-law find out and like call cps do you have a mother-in-law (laughs) <laughs> I do not. No. I mean, I do, but in spirit. Um, yeah, any of those terrible things. Do yeah, the villagers so that kind of go stuff. nuts. And also, does um, are you even able to get like traction? You know, do people even want something in that in the cannabis industry? And the answer to that is obviously yes. That's why you're listening to this podcast right now. Um, so I'm in the unique position where it is legal in Colorado. Um, so I felt pretty strong going out like that. I also lead a life where I don't give two fucks about what people say. And that is why I married who I married. That's why I left my first marriage. That's why I live the way I live. It's specifically so that I can be myself because for as long as I've tried to not be myself, I've been miserable. So, blowback from people, no. no. For me, no. Like, I don't hang around with hypocrites and haters. I used to be connected to them, but now I'm not. So, yeah. no, I don't get blowback from people. I get trolls on YouTube, which I have cut 100% by turning off comments, which I can do because I'm an old lady and not a young person, which we talked about earlier. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. And then, um, that's it. I obviously don't, like, run around my child's elementary school and yak about what I do, but I've always been a reserved person. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, I'm not, if I had to, in front of somebody, like a mom, at school explain it I would be able to do that you know what I mean like confidently yeah um which I mean that's a big part of getting blowback from people if you yes. act like you don't know what the hell you're doing and ooh, I hope nobody fucking whatever then yeah 
people yeah. will be like, oh, look at that weak little thing. <laughs> Let's make them feel shitty about themselves. Um, when I started thestonermom.com in 2014, number one, I got so many people that I actually knew, like friends, like on Facebook, um, you know, those kind of people, like acquaintances and people you've known forever or whatever. Um, secretly messaging me and being like, oh my God, I never knew this. This is incredible. Thank you so much. Um, and a ton of them are not pot smokers at all. But the whole idea of what I do is just like trying to get rid of shame in general for mothering, you know, that there's not a lot we need to feel guilt for right. as moms, especially seeking our mental health, you know, or, you know, freedom from pain. Like, that's just not something we need to feel like guilty about. So right. people really, really appreciated that. So no, I got no blowback. I exclusively got positive, overwhelmingly positive feedback. Totally. Yeah. Like people love it. When you come out about something, people love it. Yeah, no. They do love it. They tend to embrace you. And the more passionate you are about it, you know, as long as it's not a cult. Yeah. <laughs> Or your well, new religion. Some people are very <laughs> passionate about those types of things. So. Right? Yeah, but I mean, people won't be excited by that. They'll no. be like, oh, oh no. I don't really want to have that. Too, by the way. Oh my god. I can't listen to myself, you guys. Don't listen anymore. It's awesome when you don't. Okay, so anyway, what I'm gonna tell you what's going on. Okay, okay we had after I think I pretty confidently spoke last week about like, oh my god, endure plants are freaking badass. And then literally right after recording the podcast, I went in there and in the corner was a male plant that had blown his load all over the place oh my so, god so i cut him down took him outside and just buried him in the ground what <laughs> i was so mad my fucking house is so weird I know. and then i went in, i know so then i went back in there and the, like one of the monster plants is just like gorgeous huge like almost done gorgeous and i was like great that there's they're all pollinated they're all fucking seedy weed now so i forgot about it for a couple days and i went down there and guess what not affected one of the plants right next to it was affected, which was a runt, but the big gargantuan monster is fine. Oh my God. And then, so we're good. And then in my other seedling tent, I've got, uh, I switched nutrients. I'm using, um, what? Uh, advanced nutrients. And the reason I like advanced nutrients, why well, I don't know if I like it yet or not, but I've looked at it for about a year now, and the thing I like about it is you don't have to measure anything. It's they call it pH perfect, so you just pour the shit in there. You don't you How you much? don't have to measure it differently. Like you pour three different things in there, use the exact same amount for all three. You don't have to measure anything. You don't have to check pH levels. You do wow. it. Wow. Yeah, and it's supposed to make your weed grow amazingly huge. That sounds very nice. So two of my plants I started off with the old way and three of them I started the new way so two of those three plants 
what? died, but not because of the nutrients. They died because they were seedlings and they just didn't make it. So fortunately, had two reserve seedlings that had sprouted from seed, and they had like fucking two foot long roots. So I dangled them down there, and they're they they're back, and they were, they were everybody's very happy. Awesome. So everybody's growing there, and then um, outside we got some plants growing. And they are like bending over. They they weigh so much. They're just like, oh, we can't. So I'm tying them to bamboo sticks and stuff, and whew, crystals and other dimensions. Are they touching their toes? They're touching. They were touching their toes, but I bent them back up, hoisted them up. Um, they look amazing. I mean, I don't know how long this is gonna last because two of them I thought were boys. So I put them in the garden, and they were turned out not to be boys. <laughs> So I'm just keeping them outside just to be on the safe side. Hmm. Um, and they look like giant trees. And when, like, when will they be done? Man, I don't know. It's October now. Man. And I'm not, I mean, like, these things have been growing. We went to Hawaii when these things were yeah. infants. So I don't know. I mean, like, I think, I mean, they're getting towards the end, but they're not there yet. So I'd say in another month, maybe. I mean, like, I'm starting to smell things that smell good. <laughs> Um, but anyway, that's what's going on. That's it? That's it. I mean, like, that's a lot. That is a lot, I'm, and I'm very excited. I mean, yeah, me too. Oh, man, you've been having a lot of surprises. Yeah, a lot of failures lately. Well, but no, like, bad surprises and then good surprises. Yeah. And then bad surprises and then a good surprise. I just want to grow some weed. I mean, like, I've got, like, a lot of you, weed that has seed you, in it right are now. Are you still enjoying growing weed? I am, I am. But Do you I, get tired of it? Uh, I get tired of the indoor grow in the summertime because I'm very focused on my outdoor grow. You love outdoors. And I do because it's natural and beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know what I did? What I did put one little seed at the beginning of the summer in a gigantic 25 gallon pot and all the other ones are in five gallons. And I was like, I wonder what's going to happen here. And that plant has like, like. The root system must be massive because the stalk of the plant is huge. It like it doesn't bend. It stands up completely straight. So I mean, like I learned a lot there. I did some other things. I mean, there's a I learned so much this summer because I have indoor plants of I mean I've got greenhouse plants, non-greenhouse plants. You know what? What? Abby's last grow that was so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and she had the whole spider mite issue, yeah. which they were able to salvage a lot. Yeah. Um but her, I was thinking about it, her buckets, not buckets, but whatever, those containers yeah. are bigger. And hers, her stocks were huge. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean bigger? Bigger than mine? Yeah. You sure about that? Yeah. Oh, like I wonder how big they are. Man, what if I'm wrong? I think you're wrong. I think they're smaller, actually. They're not. Because she uses the hydroform thing, right? Oh. Anyway. Maybe that's bigger. Maybe. But either way, it's just... You know what? What it really comes down to is because I've got a plant in there that ha has a massive root system and it's full in the bucket. It just comes down to how good of a grower you are. You know? I mean, I'm not an expert. Look at your face. Yeah. Okay, and that's it's what's red. going on. Were you in the sun today? Yeah. You were, huh? Mm-hmm. I did so much today. Oh my god, you always do every weekend. I walked the dog twice. I like hung everything I wanted him to hang. Oh, well, except for the shelves. Many things. And then I um 
I did. I got you a new garbage thing. I damn did all the soil. I distributed distributed the soil. Moved the soil. I went to Home Depot. You did the the shower thing. That was yesterday. Yeah, but you still did that this weekend, which is crazy. And it's done. And got rid of all the shit. I took it to the let sub go to the dump. TV time. I love TV time. We are still loving the shit out of Atlanta. Oh my god, I love Atlanta. It's on FX, by the way. Yeah. Um, and it's freaking hilarious. That last week's episode was funny because why was Paperboy at a fundraiser anyway? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, in last week's episode, because um, he's a rapper. I it was guess just so. like a promotional thing. Yeah. It was like a f- basketball fundraiser but man they had this character on there that was named justin bieber yeah (laughs) and he's a pop star Mm -hmm. and um very nasty and crappy doing all sorts of crappy shitty things all the time like another person called justin bieber and he's tall and lanky like justin bieber and he dresses exactly like justin bieber and he's black and it's a little confusing at first you're like it was hilarious that's not justin bieber and then you're like they're like oh look it's justin bieber oh my god they made up a justin bieber that's exactly like the real justin bieber Except it's clearly not because he's a fucking black dude. Right. And then like, but he does all the justice. He do- he pisses in the corner backstage in front of all sorts of people. Remember when he did that? Like he calls everyone sluts and bitches, and like it's pretty good. And Funny. He made Paperboy so mad. Oh, Paperboy was furious. Yeah, they were playing basketball. Remember? Yeah. And then in the meantime, Ern got some old lady thought Ern was somebody else and invited him into this press area where he got like free drinks and stuff and he's living the highlight. And then she remembers she drops a bomb on him and like, I fucking remember you. You don't remember me. You ruined my career. And he's like, what? <laughs> that was so funny. Yes, so anyway, he had a, he had a great time. Okay. And then what? All right. So that's it for that's Atlanta. It. So funny. Yeah. Um, we watched the debate. Yeah. Was so. that this week? I guess it was. Oh, that's right. We recorded a debate night, actually. Remember? We did? Yeah. We were getting ready to watch it. Well, we so t- we watched it, all right. Oh, yeah. Well, we you know watched how that it. went. Everyone knows how that went. But I just did want to say that we watched the Alec Baldwin <laughs> impression from Saturday Night Live of Donald Trump and it is so fucking funny. It's very spot on. I say even if you're a Trump enthusiast, I think oh, yeah. you must admit it's a very good impression. He is hilarious, Alec Baldwin. He is. really blew me away this morning watching that. <laughs> did you respect his talent? Baby, I he did Donald Trump so well. I it was know. hilarious. His entire face looked like him. I know. It was did, he talked exactly like him, and oh my god, he sounded exactly <laughs> wrong. wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's the funniest. He was. He nailed it, man. He nailed it. it was he is funny. the best. 
time. You've been asking me lately if I enjoyed the show, so I'm going to ask you, did you enjoy doing this? Did you think this went well? Oh, man, I hope so. I think it did. I hope it's helpful for some of you guys that are wanting to do that. Um, and for those of you that are completely 100% not interested in it, sorry. Yeah, that's okay, too. But that's a big part of our lifestyle. I mean, parenting and the stoner mom. Yeah. I mean, that's fine with me. We are pursuing our dreams, y'all. We really are. And you know what? I mean, we're just going to be independently happy. Yeah. Really. I mean, that's that's what it's about. You know, um, I've been getting a lot of emails lately from people who uh, follow you, and it's very nice. Okay. So we're going to go watch something. Are we going to watch Breaking Bad or are we going to watch Birds, Alfred Hitchcock? Whatever you want. You don't have an opinion? I want you to choose. I want to choose. I want to choose Breaking Bad now because you said Breaking Bad, and now I want to watch that. Are you gonna watch the first episode? No. What do you think you'll watch? Something with Gus in it, probably. Maybe we should watch something in the first season. Okay, that's. But not like the first two episodes. Wait, but that's when those people. (laughs) The first two. When they have corpses and stuff, I mean, it is a little amusing. You got to admit. I mean, it's pretty intense. In that trailer. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. And their RV. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Not trailer. Okay. Um, if you have questions, comments, or topic requests, or a question specifically about cannabis cultivation for David, please email us. You can reach me at mom at stonermom.com and david at stonermom.com. If you want to help support the growth of the podcast, please consider rating and reviewing Mom and Dad are Stoned in iTunes. Or you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com mom and dad are stoned visit thestonermom.com follow us on social media at the stoner mom next week i always forget to edit this part we are talking about oh next week is going to be a good one we're doing tips for stoner parents nice right yeah um so this will be a lot of like weed around the house um having a stoner schedule establishing personal stoner rules you know and um, talking and communicating with your kids at different ages about cannabis. So all of that good stuff. Awesome. That sounds like some great content. Including some relationships with adult kids. I'm going to talk about what I want. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. Like someday, like, it's crazy to think about, but someday they'll be adults and I'll be a very public stoner I know. to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I and they're going to be like, Good what? Day. Mom. <laughs> Is this why we're so spoiled? And I'll be like, yes. This is why mommy bought this golden toilet like Donald Trump. Yeah, because we could. (laughs) Because I smoke pot and I've monetized it. Right. But Um, you don't get a golden toilet. You get a platinum toilet. Oh, that's mean. Platinum's expensive. Is it better than... It doesn't look nice, as nice as gold. Yes, it does. Platinum? Yeah. The thing is, though, that yellow gold is, is, or gold is not strong. Yeah. So the platinum hood is probably better. I don't know, because my ring's all bent up. Aw. It's super bent. The little sliver ring? The one that I lost. The one that gets thrown. Oh, my God. I don't know what the fuck What the fuck has happened? It's not a circle anymore. (laughs) It's because it's so thin.
It's well, yeah. I got a razor thing. Honey, Jesus Christ! It's so cute. You, we're gonna have to get you another one. I don't want another one. I want this one. I'm gonna have to learn how to be like a metal smith or, or something. Honey, to fix you can that. buy these. You know. That's what I just said. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I should. I, I should get one every year and just stack them. Oh my God, that'd be awesome! So I you cute. Four, three. You can so at any time you want, you can buy me a ring for this hand, for this set. It needs to be five point two five in diameter. Oh my God, really? Thanks for listening. Um, hope you guys have a wonderful week, and we will talk to you next week. Until then, be safe, be responsible, and be kind. Be kind. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>